Alan from the Grace. Welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. And today's Wonder Chapter is from Second Kings Chapter 18. And as you listen to the word of prayer, Almighty Father, and thank you for this wonderful day. And thank you for the gift of life. And thank you for the time that you have given us to share, Father. We pray that as we come here, Father, may you forgive us all the wrongs that we have committed, all the sins that you have done, what we know and what we do not know, Father. May you have mercy and guide us. We put our plans on today that may you bless us. And as we come today, Father, to listen to you, may you listen and be there for us and guide us in everything that we do. We build this believing and trusting in your mighty name, and that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. Hezekiah, king of Judah. In the third year of Hosea, Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Hezekiah, son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. He moved the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. He broke into pieces the bronze snake Moses had made, for up at that time the Israelites had been burning incense to eat. It was called Nethustan. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. He kept his commands. The Lord had given Moses, and the Lord was with him, and he was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. From watchtower to fortified city, he defeated the Philistines as far as Gaza and its territories. In King Hezekiah's fourth year, which was the seventh year of Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Salmanes, king of Assyria, marched against Samaria and laid siege to it. At the end of the three years, the Assyrians took it. So Samaria was captured in Hezekiah's sixth year, which was the ninth year of Hosea, king of Israel. The king of Assyria deported Israel to Assyria and settled them in Hala, in Gozan, on the Harbor River, and in the towns of the Medes. This happened because they had not obeyed the Lord their God and had violated his command. All that Moses had commanded them, they neither listened to the commands nor carried them out. In the 14th year of the king's reign, Sennacherib, Sennacherib king of Assyria attacked all fortified cities of Judah and captured them. So Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent this message to the king of Assyria at Lachish. I have done wrong. Withdraw from me and I'll pay you whatever you demand me. The king of Assyria exacted from Hezekiah, king of Judah, 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold. So Ezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace. At that time, Ezekiah, king of Judah, stripped off the gold which he had covered the doors and the doorposts of the temple of the Lord and gave it to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria sent his supreme commander, his chief officer, and his field officer with a large army from Lachish, Peking, Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They came up to Jerusalem and stopped at the aqueduct of the upper pool on the road to the washman's field. 
the washerman's field. They called for the king, and Eliakim, son of Hilkai, the palace administrator, Sebna, the secretary, and Joy, son of Asaph, the recorder, went out to them. The field commander said to them, Tell Hezekiah, this is what the great king, the king of Assyria, says. On what are you basing this confidence of yours? You say you have the counsel and the might for war, but you speak on the empty words. On whom are you depending? And that you rebel against me. Look, I know you're depending on Egypt, that splintered reed of stuff, which pierces the hand of anyone who leads on it. Such is Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who depend on him. But if you say to me, we are depending on the Lord our God. Isn't he the one whose high places and altars Hezekiah removed, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, You must worship before this altar in Jerusalem? Come now, make a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria. I will give you 2,000 horses if you can put uprightness on them. How can you repulse one officer of the list of my master's official, even though you are depending on Egypt for chariots and horsemen? Furthermore, have I come Have I come to attack and destroy this place without word from the Lord? The Lord himself told me to march against this country and destroy it. Then Elikim, son of Hilkai and Sebna and Joha, said to the field commander, Please speak to your servants in Aramaic, Aramaic, since we understand it. Don't speak to us in Hebrew, in hearing of all the people on the wall. But the commander replied, Was it only to your master and you that my master sent to the things and not to the people sitting on the wall who, like you, have to eat like their own excrement and drink their own urine? Then the commander stood and called out in Hebrew, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Do not let Hezekiah deceive you. He cannot deliver you from my hand. Do not let Hezekiah persuade you to trust in the Lord when he says the Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then each of you will eat fruit from your own vine and fig tree and drink water from your own cisterns. Until I come and take you to a land like your own, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey. Choose life and not death. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for he is misleading you when he says, The Lord will deliver us. Was the God of any, has the God of any nation ever delivered his land from the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arphad? Where are the gods of Shephavim, Hena, and Eva? Have they rescued Samaria from my hand? Who of all the gods of these countries has been able to save this, his land from me? How then can the Lord deliver Jerusalem from my hand? But the people remained silent and replied nothing, because the king had commanded do not answer him. Then Eliakim, son of Hilkei, the palace administrator, Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, son of Aspar, the recorder, went to Hezekiah with their clothes stone and told them what the field commander had said. And this is where our wonder chapter 4 today ends.
I just have two things that I want us to pick from today's wonder chapter, and then we call it a day. The first one comes from verse 6. Amen? And what does verse 6 say? Verse 6 says, He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. He kept the commands the Lord had given Moses. He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. He kept the commands the Lord had given Moses. The short message that I have for you here is don't stop following the Lord. Amen. Do not stop following the Lord. You can only imagine King Hezekiah wasn't going through one of the best times of his life. He was actually going through a lot. But that did not stop him. Amen. That did not stop him from following the Lord. The Bible tells that, that regardless of what he was going through, Hezekiah still followed the Lord. That's what the Bible is telling us indirectly. And that just calls us Christians that, yes, we may not be seeing our best days. Amen. We may not be seeing our best times. Name it. We may be going through a lot, but the Bible is telling us today that, hey, brother and sister, do not give up. Do not stop following the Lord because the Lord is really watching and the lord sees what you are going through and when the time is right he will come for you don't stop you see so many christians i don't want to say can i say they get tired not just physically but spiritually as well you know praying for something for over 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 and over and over and over again mentally we are human beings it gets to you but when you have faith that when the time is right then you won't stop and in that same vein the bible is telling us not to stop trusting the lord amen we should give him a hundred percent we should continue we shouldn't give up and then the, last, the second message comes from verse 7. Amen. Everyone in life wants to be successful. Trust me. Everyone wants to be successful. Everyone wants to be successful. That's the truth of the matter. There's no one here who doesn't want success. Everyone wants to be successful, but how do you be successful? And then verse 7 answers it for us. And the Lord was with him. He was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. He was successful because the Lord was with him. And that is the secret to success. Amen. That is the only way that you will become successful. And the Bible is telling us that if you want to succeed, if you want to be successful in all that you do, then let the Lord be with you. And if you want the Lord to be with you, you should follow his commands and decrees and you'll be successful. How did you get some time? This is 2 Kings chapter 18. What message do you get? What do you understand? Feel free to write to us, dailygracewithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter, dailygracewithalan. We love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty King of Kings, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for this beautiful joy that you have brought us to. Father, I want to thank you for this wonderful chapter. I want to thank you for that message. Father, so many times we have sinned against you. So many times, Father, we have 
going against your words, but may you please forgive us. May you send in your Holy Spirit to always come and be with us, to come and guide us in whatever things that we do, that we may always be there for that, that you may always succeed and be successful in everything that we do. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen.